0: This is Elizabeth McIrvin, and this is my podcast, Mystery in the Radio Waves. This is a podcast where I have actors revive classic radio plays from the 30s to the 70s, and then I have comedians improvise parodies based off of those plays. This week's special guest is Kale Hills, He is a performer at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles, the uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. He is part of the house team Pony, uh, Protect Our Nation's Youth, and uh, he's probably one of my favorite performers at the theater. He's very, very, very funny Um, and, of course, was incredibly funny on this podcast. I don't think I've laughed this hard at somebody in a while. Uh you can probably hear my laugh in the background throughout the whole uh improv part of it. So um sorry about that. <laughs> um yeah, so he was absolutely great. I had so much fun with everybody. Uh let's see who performed the play. Let me see if I can remember off the top of my head instead of looking in uh, my notes somewhere in my email. I paused to look at my notes. I couldn't remember. The actors for this episode were Rachel Lawson, Justin Sorvio, Miranda Monarco, Annie Bond, Rachel Dahlenberg. Uh, it was her first time on the podcast, and she was awesome. I performed the main role in the play, and I read Orson Welles' introduction and outro. So a little bit of background on this play. Uh, it's called The Hitchhiker. It was originally aired on June 21st, 1946 uh, by the Mercury Theater, uh, which is the series that Orson Welles wrote and performed on. Uh, I actually haven't done an Orson Welles episode yet, and he's the reason that I love radio plays, and I love Orson Welles so much. He's my favorite. So to get a chance to read his introduction and to act in the main role that he acted it in. Oh my gosh, it was a freaking dream. I loved it. Um and I had so much fun. It's a very uh serious radio play. Uh it w- turned into a uh Twilight Zone episode. Roger Sterling rewrote this radio play for Twilight Zone and uh originally the radio play was written by a woman. And the main role was a man. And then when Roger Sterling wanted to use it in an episode, he changed the main role to a woman. And uh, I heard this on a podcast that I listened to called Anthology. And it goes over every single episode of Twilight Zone. And I listened to the specific episode about the hitchhiker, of course, because I wanted to know more about it before I did it. It's a great podcast. uh, Definitely look it up. and a lot of the background information was super interesting, probably not interesting to anybody unless they like Twilight Zone. Uh, but yeah, so he mentioned in the podcast that uh, the woman who originally wrote the radio play did not approve of him changing the main character. She thought it was unnecessary. But uh, yeah, I don't know why. That's really weird. Yeah. Um, But it's a great Twilight Zone episode. It's one of my favorite. I love the actress, the main actress who does it. And actually, he said on his podcast episode as well about it, that that same actress uh, was going to go for the Breakfast at Tiffany's movie. Of course, we all know uh, Audrey Hepburn uh, is in that movie as the lead. And apparently, she beat her out for it, of course. Uh, So... Kind of sucks for her, I guess. But she was on two Twilight Zone episodes, not just one. That was another thing that I learned. So I'll have to go back and see what what other one that she was on. Uh, what else? interested There was something else. Oh, the guy who did the music for the Twilight Zone episode of The Hitchhiker, also did the music for uh, the movie Psycho. And I swear I've seen his name before, Uh, so I'm sure he's done music for a, a bunch of radio plays. So, yeah, that was pretty cool to learn. Um, yeah, so I was super excited to do this play. I actually picked it out a while ago, but just because uh, of the way my podcast is, of course, like I have people do, you know, the parodies off of it. I always try to pick out plays that have like a good ensemble kind of story. And there are a lot of radio plays out there where. It's just one main character and a bunch of side characters and this was one of those plays where it was largely narration and a bunch of side characters and I'm like, "Ugh, I don't know when I'm going to do this." But I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do it." You know, because I'm I'm getting Kale and I know that, you know, he's going to be able to narrate and do a great job and be hilarious just by himself and he was. So, it worked out perfectly. Um Let me see, what else? Oh, I guess I could tell you guys... The improvisers for this episode were Yulia Kirilova, Meredith Dylan. Uh, glad to have her back on the podcast, and congratulations to her. She made a mess hall team at uh, the UCB Theater, and you can see her performing every Sunday at seven PM. Well, it might be every other because they have multiple teams, so it might be every other Sunday. But either way, um, yeah. So she's really, really good. She's been on the podcast like since the beginning she was on the very first episode so was Rachel loved having her back too oh my god Rachel killed me oh my god she was so fucking funny on this episode I had Annie Bond do improv, Justin Sorvillo. Uh, I had Michael Hearn on for the first time. He's a very, very funny guy, and he was very funny on this episode. I loved having him. Um, let's see. And, of course, Cale and I uh, did improv on the episode. So the improv, uh, now that I've done you know, almost 25 episodes, I'm going to be recording my 25th episode uh, this coming Sunday, and I'm going to be doing something a little bit different, uh, but I'll tell you about that later. Now that I've done a bunch of episodes, I'm kind of noticing certain things, which I'm sure you are if you've listened to a bunch of episodes, is the parodies are almost like movies, just like the radio plays. Um, There's character development, uh, there's background story, there's like flashing forward or flashing back in time. Um, And this episode really to me was more like a dramedy, uh, cause there's a lot of serious ish kind of scenes in this episode. It doesn't really go too ridiculous. Um, and I really liked it. Like it it was just very, especially very different compared to the last episode, uh, that thing in the window with Will Hines, that episode was like a full on spoof. Like, uh, I don't know, like scary movie or Troopers or or something like that. It was just full on crazy ass nonsense, insanity and that episode like is amazing in its own right you know but like it's just so different to see you know you get a gr- different group of people together how different it's going to turn out i mean i'm sure if i got that group of people together that did the last episode to do this one of course it would be entirely freaking different and that's just oh, this is one of the things that i love about this podcast is that like you never know what to expect because it's all improvised i mean of course you hear the play. And, you know, like they'll occasionally look back at the script and, you know, make sure they're kind of like staying on track with the, you know, main story. Um, but other than that, like everything is made up, like all, all of the funny parts, all the backstory, you know, and and so you never know how it's going to turn out. And I just, uh, I love doing this podcast. It's just so much fun and I'm so grateful for it. And thank you to everybody who listens to it. Um And if you like this podcast and you want me to continue to do it, it and uh, you like the guests that I'm getting, please uh, leave me a review, leave me a message. Uh, I actually have an email for the podcast. I haven't really said it on here. I don't know why, Uh, but it's mysteryintheradiowaves at gmail.com, all lowercase, all spelled normally, no numbers or underscores or anything. Um, So if you guys want to send me an email and let me know what you think about the podcast or which guest you liked or or which actor or improviser you like the best um or which part you like the best or if you don't like something um or you feel like I need to correct something uh like a mistake or whatever please let me know email me like I'll freaking read it like all I like, get a spam on that email even though I just set it up so yeah shoot me something and I'll reply and I'll probably talk about it on the podcast next week. So yeah we have that email and then we have an Instagram, Mystery in the Radio Waves podcast on Instagram. And I post uh, pictures and videos from the recording. I post pictures and videos from the live show. I post uh, like quotes from the improv parodies. um, And I match them up with uh, pictures from old movies. Like uh, from the last episode, that thing in the window, uh, I used a bunch of movie stills from rear window because of course the movies are very similar or the stories are very similar, um, and then like I I do a lot of like film noir pictures, and then we have the actor bios that I've been doing on Instagram. Uh, we all took pictures together at Barnesdale Park in Hollywood, uh, like a bunch of us, the regulars who's done the podcast before, and I'm still continuously publishing them. I just you know obviously don't want to like publish them at one time, but there's a bunch of really cool group pictures, and then every time I post an individual picture, I have like a little bio of the actor and like what episodes they've been in and you know what they do and blah 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 so yeah go check that out because I work hard on that Instagram um we're also on Tumblr we're also on YouTube we're also on Stitcher we are everywhere people I don't know what else to tell you there's no reason for you not to listen to this or not to share it because uh, we're everywhere so um anyways um Let me think if I have missed anything. I guess... I never thought to mention it on here, actually, and I don't know why. Um we, as in uh, Yulia and I, uh, want to create uh, or film and act in short films uh, based on these radio plays. So either rewriting the radio plays or combining the radio plays and the parodies together. Um, So we're planning on filming one at the beginning of December and I'm working on the script continuously. Uh, We're actually going to take the On a Country Road script and film it and I've changed a lot of the story. So it's probably, I mean, obviously it's like the main points are going to remain similar, but I'm going to change a lot of stuff in it because we're going to film it obviously in Hollywood and not on a country road. So yeah, that should be really fun to film. And we're working hard on making bigger projects for this podcast other than, you know, just this. Uh, and I'd like it eventually to be a TV series. I'm like putting it out there in the universe um, to either, re- like I said, either revive the radio plays and and shoot them as little shorts or combine the plays and the parodies together to uh, not necessarily make a spoof, but like, uh, I mean, you know, there's like obviously shit in the radio plays that's just like not up to date shit, you know, like socially. So obviously a lot of that stuff would have to be changed. But I think it could be a combination of drama and comedy. I think that would be really funny and really great. And I love combining drama and comedy. I love drama in general. It's my favorite. I mean, I love both. I mean, I I can't choose. Whatever. Anyways, uh, my edible is hitting me right now. And I can tell because I've started to talk. Quicker and make less sense. Um, yeah, I feel like I should say that as well. <laughs> Honestly, I, it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, maybe because, like, I, I think my mom is listening to this, but she knows that I smoke weed. Um, so I don't know why I wouldn't emb- be embarrassed to say, but I do smoke a lot of weed and I do take a lot of edibles for anxiety. Uh, so a lot of the times when I'm recording these intros, or frankly, when I'm recording the podcast, uh, I am probably high. some way or another, Um, but I can function pretty good. And yeah, that's probably why I laughed a lot in this one too, because I was was pretty high when we recorded this one, but I was weirdly serious. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't make me more playful. It makes me more serious. Uh, So anyways... I think that's about it. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's one of my favorite, and it's fucking hilarious. You're going to die laughing. Uh, so first, you're going to be hearing the play. You're going to be hearing me, um, and it's it's very serious. And, and like I said before, uh, it was also a Twilight Zone episode, so it's very dramatic. And then after the play is over, uh, the parody is going to play. So we go right into it, and uh, it's freaking hilarious, and you guys guys are going to love it. Uh, So I'll see you guys next time. Bye. And that's what you're doing Improv Off of Annie. Okay, I think yeah. I've got everyone this time. Mm. I think I, oh, oh, I didn't tell you what you're doing. Oh my God. Can't oh believe oh I forgot. Oh, my oh, oh, and Michael. Oh my gosh. You guys. <laughs> you guys. Okay, so at the beginning, there's this introduction by Orson Welles, and to me, it's very funny. So, and he also does uh, an outro of this weird ass ad. Like, it's a story that turns into an ad, and it's super weird. When I read it, you guys are going to laugh because it's crazy. So I'm going to be ha- having you improvising Orson Welles oh at the beginning. Of <laughs> the- <laughs>
1: what shoes to fill? <laughs> yeah, a little bit.
0: Um, and the, the main character, Adams... It is going to be played by me, but you're going to be playing it's the main character. Okay. Yeah. Mhm. Right. Mhm. So, in the rate like the original radio play, the name is Ronald, but in the Twilight Zone episode the name is Nan. So I took the name from the Twilight Zone episode. Well, what? Okay, I think we're ready to get started. Good evening this is Orson Welles and very happy I am to be back in the United States and back on the Columbia Network even for so short a visit as this one back with old friends like Johnny Dietz who's tonight's director and Bernard Herman the Mercury Theatre presented tonight's radio play for the first time last year we came right out then and hailed it as a classic of the medium nobody argued that point A lot of people asked us to do it again, so it's gratifying to get the chance now and to find a favorite of ours in this distinguished anthology of spook shows. Personally, I've never met anybody who didn't like a good ghost story. But I know a lot of people who think there are a lot of people who don't like a good ghost story. For the benefit of these, at least, I go on record at the onset of this evening's entertainment with a sober assurance Although blood may be curdled on this program, none will be spilt. There's no shooting, knifing, throttling, axing, or poisoning here. No clanking chains, no cobwebs, no bony and or hairy hands appearing from secret panels, or better yet, bedroom curtains. If it's any part of that dear old phosphorescent foolishness that people who don't like ghost stories don't like, Then again, I promise you, we haven't got it. Not tonight. What we do have is a thriller. If it's half as good as we think it is, you can call it a shocker. It's already been called a real Orson Welles story. Now, frankly, I don't know what this means. I've been on the air directing and acting in my own shows for quite a while now, and I don't suppose I've done more than half a dozen thrillers in all that time. Honestly, I don't even think that many. But it seems I do have a reputation for the uncanny, quite possibly a little escapade of mine involving a couple of planets which shall be nameless is responsible. Doesn't really matter. Don't think I disapprove of thrillers, I don't. A story doesn't have to appeal to the heart, it can also appeal to the spine. Sometimes you want your heart to be warmed and sometimes you want your spine to tingle. The tingling, it's to be hoped, will be quite audible as you listen tonight to The Hitchhiker. That's the name of our story, The Hitchhiker. I'm in an auto camp on Route 66, just west of Gallup, New Mexico. If I tell it, perhaps it'll help me, keep me from going crazy. I gotta tell this quickly, I'm not crazy now. I feel perfectly well, except that I'm running a slight temperature. My name is Nan Adams. I'm 36 of age, unmarried, tall, with black hair. I drive a 1940 Buick, license number 6Y175189. I was born in Brooklyn. All this I know. I know that I'm at this moment perfectly sane, that it's not me who's gone mad, but something else. Something utterly beyond my control. I've got to speak quickly. At any minute, the link may break. This may be the last thing I ever tell on Earth. The last night I ever see the stars. Six days ago, I left Brooklyn to drive to California. Goodbye. Good luck to you, my sweet girl. Goodbye, Mother. Here, give me a kiss, then I'll go. I'll come out with you to the car. Oh, no, it's raining. Stay here at the door. Hey, what's this? Tears, I thought you promised you wouldn't cry. Oh I know dear, I'm sorry, but I do hate to see you go. Mother, I'll be back. I'll only be on the coast three
2: months. Oh it isn't that, it's just the trip. Nan, I wish you weren't driving. Oh mother, there you go again. People do it every day. I know, but you'll be careful, won't you? Promise me you'll be extra careful. Don't fall asleep or drive fast or pick up any strangers on the road. Gosh, you'd think I was 17 to hear you talk. And wire me as soon
0: as you get to Hollywood. Of course. Won't you, Nan? Of course I will. Don't you worry, nothing is going to happen. It's just eight days of perfectly simple driving on smooth, decent, civilized roads with a hot dog or a hamburger stand every 10 miles. Crossing Brooklyn Bridge that morning in the rain, I saw a man leaning against the cables. He seemed to be waiting for a lift there were spots of fresh rain on his shoulders. He was carrying a cheap overnight bag in one hand. He was thin, nondescript, with a cap pulled over his eyes. I would have forgotten him completely except that just an hour later while crossing the Polanski Skyway over the Jersey Flats I saw him again. At least he looked like the same person. He was standing now with one thumb pointing west, I couldn't figure out how he'd got there, but I thought probably one of those fast trucks had picked him up, beaten me to the skyway and let him off. I didn't stop for him. Then late that night, I saw him again. It was on the new Pennsylvania Turnpike between Harrisburg and Pittsburgh. It's 265 miles long with a very high speed limit. I was just slowing down for one of the tunnels when I saw him. Standing under an arc light by the side of the road. I could see him quite distinctly. The bag, the cap, even the spots of fresh rain spattered on his shoulders. He helloed at me this time. Hello! I stepped on the gas like a shot. It's a lonely country through the Blue Ridge Mountains, and I had no intention of stopping. Besides, the coincidences, or whatever it was, gave me the willies. I stopped at the next gas station. Yes, ma'am. Uh, fill her up.
3: Certainly, ma'am. Check your oil, ma'am. No, thanks. Uh, nice night, isn't it?
0: Yes, it hasn't been raining here recently, has it?
3: Uh, not a drop of rain all week.
0: Oh, oh, I suppose that hasn't done your business any harm.
3: Oh, people drive through here all kinds of weather, mostly business, you know. There aren't uh, many pleasure cars out on the turnpike this season of the year.
0: I suppose not. What, um... What about hitchhikers?
3: Hitchhikers, here.
0: What's the matter? Don't you ever see any?
3: Not much. If we did, it'd be a sight for sore eyes. Why? Oh, a guy would be a fool who started out to hitch rides on this road. Look at it.
0: Then you've never seen anybody?
3: No. Maybe they get the lift before the turnpike starts. I mean, you know, just before the toll house. But then, it'd be like a mighty long ride. Most cars wouldn't want to pick up a guy for that long a ride. And you know, this is a pretty lonesome country here. Mountains and woods. You ain't seen anybody like that, have you?
0: Oh, no, no, no. Not at all. I was just, um, a technical question.
3: Oh, I see. Well, that'll be just $1.49 with the tax.
0: thing gradually passed through my mind as a sheer coincidence. I had a good night's sleep in Pittsburgh. I didn't think about the man all next day until, just outside of Zanesville, Ohio, I saw him again. It was a bright, sunshiny afternoon. The peaceful Ohio fields, brown with an autumn stubble, lay dreaming in golden light, and I was driving slowly, drinking it in, when the road suddenly ended in a detour. In front of the barrier, he was standing. Let me explain about his appearance before I go on. There was nothing sinister about him. He was as drab as a mud fence, nor was his attitude menacing. He merely stood there waiting, almost drooping a little, the cheap overnight bag in his hand. He looked as though he'd been waiting there for hours, and he looked up. He hailed me. He started to walk forward. Hello? Hello? No, not just now. Sorry. Uh, Going to California? No, 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 not today. The other way. Going to New York. Sorry. After I got the car back on the road again, I felt like a fool. Yet the thought of picking him up, of having him sit beside me, was somehow unbearable. At the same time, I felt more than ever unspeakably alone. Hour after hour went by. The fields, the towns, ticked off one by one. The light changed. I knew now that I was going to see him again. And though I dreaded the sight, I caught myself searching for the side of the road, waiting for him to reappear.
4: Yeah, what is it? What is it? What do you want?
0: You sell sandwiches and pop here, don't you?
4: Yeah, we do in the daytime, but we're closed up for now for the night.
0: I know, but I was wondering if you could possibly let me have a cup of coffee, black coffee?
4: No, not this time of night, missus. My wife's the cook. She's in bed.
0: No, don't shut that door, please, listen. Just a minute ago, just a minute ago, there was a man standing here right beside the stand. A suspicious looking man. I don't mean to disturb you, you see, I was driving along when I just happened to look and there he was.
4: What was he doing?
0: Well, nothing.
4: You've been talking to Nip. That's what you've been doing. Now on your way before I call the Sheriff Oaks.
0: I got into the car again and drove on slowly. I was beginning to hate the car. I could have found a place to stop to rest a little. I was in Ozark Mountains of Missouri now. The few resort places were closed. Only an occasional log cabin seemingly deserted, that's all that broke the monotony of the wild, wooded landscape. I had seen him at that roadside stand. I knew I'd see him again. Maybe at the next turn of the road. I knew that when I saw him next, I would run him down. But I didn't see him again. I didn't see him until late next afternoon. I'd stopped the car at a sleepy little junction just across the border into Oklahoma to let the train pass by when he appeared across the tracks, leaning against a telephone pole. A perfectly airless, dry day. The red clay of Oklahoma was baking under the southwestern sun, yet there were spots of fresh rain on his shoulders. I couldn't stand that without thinking. Blindly, I started across the tracks. He didn't even look up at me. He was staring at the ground. I stepped on the gas hard, fearing the wheel sharply toward him. I could hear the train in the distance now, but I didn't care then. Then something went wrong with the car. The train was coming closer. I could hear its bell ringing and the cry of the whistle. Still, he stood there. Now I knew that he was beckoning, beckoning me to my death. Well, I frustrated him that time. The starter worked at last. I managed to back up. When the train passed, he was gone. I was all alone in the hot, dry afternoon. After that, I knew I had to do something. I didn't know who this man was or what he wanted of me. I only knew that from now on, I mustn't let myself alone on the road for one minute.
5: Oh, hello there. Like a ride? Well, what do you think? How far are you going? Uh, where do you want to go? Amarillo, Texas.
0: I'll drive you there.
5: Thanks, girl. You mind if I take off my shoes? My dogs are killing me.
0: Go right ahead. I know the feeling.
5: Oh, gee, what a break this is. Hitchhike much? Sure. Only it's tough sometimes in these great open spaces to get the brakes. Yeah, I should think it would be. Though, I'll bet you get a good pickup
0: in a fast car. If you did, you could get places faster than, say, say another person in another car, couldn't you? Mm, I don't get you. Well, take me, for instance. Suppose I'm driving across country, say, at a nice steady clip, about 45 miles an hour. Couldn't... couldn't a girl like you, just standing beside the road, waiting for a lift, beat me to town? Or any town, provided she got picked up every time in a car doing from 65 to 75 miles an hour. Uh, I don't know.
5: What difference does it make? Oh, no difference. It's just a crazy idea I had sitting here in the car. (laughs) Imagine spending your time in a swell car thinking of things like that. What would you do instead? What would I do? If I was a good-looking girl like yourself? Why, I'd just enjoy myself every minute of the time. I'd sit back and... and relax. And if I saw a good-looking girl alongside the road... (gasps) Hey, look out! Did you see him too? See who? That man standing beside the barbed wire fence. I didn't see... Anybody I, uh, it was nothing but a bunch of cows and, and that wire fence. No. what do you think he was doing trying to run into the barbed wire fence? A man there,
0: I tell you, a thin gray man with an overnight bag in his hand and I was trying to run him down. Run him down.
5: You mean kill him? You say you didn't see him back there, Are you sure? I didn't see a soul. And as far as that's concerned... Watch for
0: him the next time. Keep watching. Keep your eyes peeled on the road. He'll turn up again. Maybe any minute now. There, look there.
5: (laughs) How does this door work? I'm getting out of here. Did you see him that time? No, I didn't see him that time. And personally, miss, I don't expect never to see him. All I want to do is go on living. I don't see how I will very long drive in with you.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't know what came over me. Please, please don't go. So
5: if you'll excuse me. You can't go. Listen, how would you like to c- go to California? I'll drive you to California. Seeing pink elephants all the way? No, thanks. Uh-uh. Thanks just the same. Listen, please. Just one minute, please. You know what I think you need, baby? Not a girlfriend. Just a good dose of sleep. Please. There, I got it now. No, you can't go, please. Leave your hands off of me, do you hear? Leave your hands off of me!
0: She ran from me
5: as though I
0: were a monster. A few minutes later, I saw a passing truck pick her up. I knew then that I was utterly alone. I was in the heart of the Great Texas Prairies. There wasn't a car on the road after the truck went by. Tried to figure out what to do, how to get a hold of myself. (sighs) If I could find a place to rest, or even if I could sleep right here in the car for a few hours along the side of the road. I was getting my winter coat out of the back seat to use as a blanket when I saw him coming toward me, emerging from the herd of a moving steer. Hello! Maybe I should have spoken to him then, fought it out there and then... For now, he began to be everywhere. Wherever I stopped, even for a moment, for gas, for oil, for a drink of pop, cup of coffee, sandwich, he was there. I saw him standing outside the auto camp in Amarillo that night when I dared to slow down. He was standing near a drinking fountain of a little camping spot just inside the border of New Mexico. He was waiting for me outside the Navajo reservation where I stopped to check my tires. I saw him in Albuquerque when I bought 20 gallons of gas. I was... I was afraid to stop now. I began to drive faster and faster. Now he didn't even wait for me to stop unless I drove at 85 miles an hour over those endless roads. He waited for me at every other mile. I'd see his figure, shadowless, flitting before me, still in the same attitude over the cold, lifeless ground, flitting over dried up rivers, over broken stones cast up by old glacial upheavals, flitting in that pure, cloudless air. I was beside myself when I finally reached Gallup, New Mexico this morning. There was an auto camp there. Cold. Almost deserted this time of year. I went inside and asked if there was a telephone. I had the feeling that if I could only speak to someone familiar, someone I loved, I could pull myself together.
2: Your call, please.
0: Long distance.
2: Long distance, certainly. This is
6: long distance.
0: I'd like, I'd like to put a call to my home in Brooklyn, New York. Nan Adams. The number is Beachwood, 20828.
5: Certainly. I'll try to get it for you. Albuquerque. New York for Gallup. New York. Gallup, New Mexico, calling Beachwood, 20828.
0: It was the middle of the morning. I knew Mother would be home. I pictured her tall and white-haired in her crisp house dress going about her tasks it would be enough i thought just to hear the even calmness of her voice will
2: you please deposit $3.85 for the first 3 minutes when you have deposited a dollar and a half will you wait until i have collected the money all right deposit another dollar and a half will you please deposit the remaining 85 cents ready with brooklyn go ahead please
6: hello Mrs. Adams, residence. Hello, hello, Mother? This is Mrs. Adams, residence. Who is it you
0: wish to speak to, please? What? Uh, who's this? This is Mrs. Winnie. Mrs. Winnie? I, I don't know any Mrs. Winnie. Is this Beechwood 20828? Yes. Where? Where's my mother? Where's Mrs. Adams?
6: Mrs. Adams is not at home. She's still in the hospital. The hospital? Yes. Who is this calling, please? Is it a member of the family? What's she in the hospital for? She's been prostrated for five days. Nervous breakdown. But who is this
0: calling? Nervous breakdown? Well, my mother was never nervous. It's all taken place since the death of her oldest daughter, Nan. Death of her, death of her oldest daughter, Nan. Hey, what, what's this? What number is this? This is
6: Beechwood 20828. It's all been very sudden. She was killed just six days ago in an automobile accident on the Brooklyn Bridge.
2: Your three minutes are up, ma'am. Your three minutes are up, ma'am. Your three minutes are up, ma'am.
0: And so I'm sitting here in this deserted auto camp in Gallup, New Mexico. I'm trying to think. Trying to get a hold of myself. Otherwise, I'm going crazy. Outside, it's night. The vast, soulless night of New Mexico. A million stars are in the sky ahead of me. Thousands of miles of empty mesa, mountains, prairies, desert. Somewhere along them he's waiting for me. Somewhere I shall know who he is and who I am. Help Wanted. Men, women, and children. Nature of work? Hard, monotonous, back-breaking labor. Hours? 75 a week minimum. Pay? Few cents an hour. Added inducement, two meals a day, including several ounces of bad bread and a cup of thin soup. Don't delay. Apply at once. How would you respond to a want ad like that, Mr. and Mrs. American working man and woman? You'd laugh, wouldn't you? And throw the paper in the trash basket? Dismiss the whole advertisement as some kind of joke? But believe me, it's no joke. It's a simple statement of the working conditions that exist today in Nazi Germany— in the conquered countries under Nazi rule. It's also an exact statement of the working conditions that will be imposed on you and every member of your family if the Nazis win this war. You yourself personally can stop them from winning, as you know. You don't have to give up your well-paid job to do it. You needn't have to be a soldier or a sailor or an airman or a nurse or a war worker to ensure American victory. Uncle Sam doesn't ask plain, ordinary, hardworking citizens like you to give him anything. All he asks, all this he does ask, very seriously and very urgently, is that you loan him 10 cents out of every dollar you make. That's all there is to it. Lend Uncle Sam a dime to win this war, and he'll pay you back with an interest when he's won it. The easiest, most convenient way to lend him these dimes is to enroll in the payroll savings plan. Just tell your boss to deduct 10 cents from every dollar he pays you and lend it to Uncle Sam in your name. Sign up for this simple savings plan today, and when victory comes, you'll have war bonds in your pockets instead of Axis bonds on your wrists.
1: Good evening. This is Orson Welles' Please, please hold your applause. Everyone, sit down. That includes you at home, please.
7: <laughs>
1: we here at the Mercury Theater are very, very receptive to that usual ovation of the standing kind. <laughs> but I'm here, backed by God's good race in the City of Angels with my friends, with my family of performers. In fact, that stripter's quite odd because I perform less with them than I do my regular family. <laughs> uh-huh. We are all truth speakers here at the Mercury Theater. Last year, we performed this play for the first time. Really, we carved it into marble as an affront to God to say, no, good sir, this is how you create. And I didn't hear a single disagreement that night or any fervor. Some have called this a real Orson Welles story. Some have said I call it a real Orson Welles story. Frankly, I don't know how that rumor began.
0: Cut to uh, Orson Welles and his producer. Hey, uh, so we're doing promotion for the radio play.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you said you, what you wanted me to call it. What now?
1: A real Orson Welles story. Just okay. say it aloud. I want some. I want to be able to say some people have said it. Some people
0: have said it. Okay. Yeah,
1: because I'm just one. So you
0: want it like despite me- how I
1: feel, I'm just one person. So I need at least another person to say it. So right. I can say some people have said an Orson. Do Welles you
0: want story. me to tell people that you said that, just or you announce want it like into a the rumor. world. Yes. Do you just want me to go outside and yell it on the street? That'd or... be perfect. Yeah, really? Because
1: then I could also say people on the streets have been saying it's oh, uh, a real Orson okay, Welles yeah. story. Yeah,
0: that's impressive, people on the streets. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I'll get right on that and scream on the street.
1: Thank you. Okay. That's why you're my producer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Come back to the intro.
1: And people have, in fact, been saying this on the streets, <laughs> that this is a real Orson Welles story. And let's see if we can do that rumor justice. Tonight's story will be very spine-tangling, so those with fragile spines might not want to listen. They may be prone to tingling. (laughs) And I do not know how to remedy a spine tingling. for, in fact, it is just my only duty that I can tingle spines. I cannot untangle (laughs) spines. Tonight's story is labeled The Hitchhiker. The name again is The Hitchhiker. The third time for the people in the back is The Hitchhiker. (laughs)
8: I pulled over on the side of the road, and I'm going crazy. Well, except I'm not crazy. I feel like I'm going crazy, but I'm not crazy, I promise you. I'm perfectly well, except for I am running a fever, and I'm sweating a lot. I actually pulled over initially to throw up, because I feel very sick, but I'm very well, I promise you. My skin is ghostly white. I looked in the mirror, and I thought it was Casper. You know, Casper, the friendly ghost, but it wasn't. It was me. Anyway, I feel great. I'm doing fine. But I have a story to tell, and I have to tell it quickly. It's very important that I tell you this story very quickly. <laughs> Let's see. What do I know to be true? My name is Nan Adams. I'm 36. I'm not married. Um, you know, I've, uh, I've just got out of a relationship, uh, and it was one of those things where it was like the right person but the wrong time. <laughs> You know, um, so I guess a little bit more about me Um, on the weekends I like to I like to stay in but I would kind of like to be with someone that kind of gets me up and like I would like to go out but I'm a little bit of a homebody so usually I pair well with someone who's like a little bit opposite energy and anyway I have to tell you this story very very quickly okay. (laughs) Let's see what else. Oh, I drive a 1940 Buick. Um, it's not the 1940s anymore, but uh, you know, I like a vintage car. Um, I have a I have a pretty well-paying job, uh, but I you know I work to live. I don't live to work. So that's kind of something about me. Um, and yeah, like I said, uh, you physically, I'm always looking to get into better shape. I like hiking. Um, (laughs) who doesn't? That's such a cliche, but, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. Oh my God, my life is in danger. Um, let's see. It all started about six days ago when I left from Brooklyn where I was born and raised
7: Dear, I'm you know, I'm just so nervous about you going on this trip. I just I'm just beside myself. Absolutely just beside myself, daughter. My sweet little girl. Mom. Oh, who will hike with me.
8: Mom, mom, don't worry about it, okay? Hey, hey, look at me. I'm not 17 anymore. People drive across the country every day. Oh, I
7: wish you were 17. Back when you were 17, you loved nothing more than to hike with your mother. Okay. Oh. Mom, are
8: you going to be all right? Do
7: concerned? you think I'll be all right? Listen to my voice. Look at my face. I look like Casper, you know, the friendly ghost.
8: Yes, I know. <laughs> to be honest, mom, this is this is you every. every Every time I leave the house, oh. even, uh, even if I'm not driving, this time I'm driving. I'll never the forget country. when
7: you went to go see Paddington too. You were gone for at least two hours.
8: That's how long the movie was.
7: Oh, it was so much interminably longer than that.
8: I wanted you to come. I wanted you to come see Paddington with me. In fact, I invited you to come on this cross-country trip too. Oh, I could never.
7: Oh. Why? What's here for you? I I gotta. Speaking of Casper, I got a Casper mattress. I love it. I don't want
8: to leave it. I like to stay in my bed. I have heard that Casper mattresses are incredibly comfortable. It's a quality mattress!
7: It's a quality, quality deliver to your door! Straight to your door. Deliver it straight to your door!
8: <laughs> I actually ordered one a while ago and it's gonna be waiting for me when I drive across the country, which is part of the reason I have to go. I can't leave a Casper mattress on the side of the road. People oh. snag that right up. Oh Mom. well
7: you do have a point there. You do have a point there, dear to You never want to leave your Casper on the road. Exactly.
8: So I got to go. And listen, hey, I'm going to be fine. There's hot dog stands everywhere. Hot dogs? There's hot dogs everywhere. you going to eat a hot dog? I'm going to stop every 10 miles and eat a hot dog. That's
7: You're going to eat a hot...
8: My, my daughter's going to eat a hot dog. It's going to be a kosher hot dog. Don't worry. Oh,
7: well, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, as long as you promise that you're only going to eat the uh, uh, n- 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 n-
8: Nathan's, Nathan's <laughs> hot dogs. I... What if I stop somewhere and it's a Hebrew National stand, not an atheist? That Just don't eat any of the
7: ballpark dogs. They're too red. Oh my
8: God! What is that? They're so red. <laughs> what is that? They're so freaking red. Oh my God! Mom, I'm gonna miss don't
7: you. Don't you eat any of those blood red hot dogs? <laughs> I would
8: never. Are you kidding me?
7: All right. Well, go get your Casper mattress and call your mother. Okay. I love you. You
8: promise you're gonna be okay.
7: Oh, am I ever okay? Okay.
8: Give me, give me a give me a give me a goodbye kiss on the cheek. Oh, <laughs> uh, my daughter leaving my home with a wet cheek. <laughs> uh, you know what I say? I never leave the house dry. Uh, that's my daughter, drive safe. I learned it from the Best Buy mama. Well,
7: by mama. Oh, bye, me.
8: And so I set out cheek wet as can be it was actually pretty distracting in the rearview mirror but I set out and I was fine I was fine that is until I saw a man a strange man he was strange in a very nondescript kind of way he was wearing khakis and a white button-down and a, a pocket protector I wouldn't have registered it as different in any way except for the fact that I was sedang so tired <laughs> but, oh, hello. Oh, uh, uh, um um no one's home.
2: <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to keep walking. Um enjoy your day, sir.
8: ma'am um, Are you a, a man or a woman? Wh- who's uh, who's asking? <laughs> Name's Patrick. Hmm. Are you going to Listen, okay, okay, you got me. <laughs> uh, I, I am driving across the country, and my mom told me not to pick anyone up, so that's why I did the weird, honestly, offensive accent.
2: Oh, well, I wasn't actually asking to get picked up. I'm just going for a walk.
8: Listen, don't get in my car. <laughs> Leave me alone.
2: Okay. Yeah.
8: Stop do, don't I you're walking away from me right now and I know you're doing that to intimidate me into letting you into my car So cut it out. I really don't want to get in your car. Help. Help police <laughs> This man is attacking me. I'm just trying to look at some birds. Help. I'm
2: actually a bird watcher
8: Oh, that's what Ted Bundy said before he tricked all those <laughs> little boys into the back of his van
2: I don't think well that's... guess what
8: I'm driving the van in this situation and no one's gonna get tricked here nice try <laughs>
2: All right, well, have a nice
8: day. Get, get, go get bent, asshat. <laughs> Unbelievable. Some people. So I kept driving, and eventually, it was too much to be by myself. I I was feeling so lonely. I was so alone. Uh, you know, i been alone ever since I got out of that relationship a few months ago. And uh, it's nice to be single for a while, but at a point you just kind of want someone to, I don't know, have a conversation with like, yeah, you want to have some fun, but you're looking to eventually settle down too. (laughs) Where was I? Oh yes, my life was in grave danger. Uh, Eventually I, I had to stop because I just couldn't take it anymore. So I went to a gas station. Uh, hey, can I get some gas?
4: And just letting you know, uh, sodas are two for a dollar.
8: Oh, okay, great. Um, what kind of sodas do you have?
4: Well, we got uh, Coke, uh, Coca-Cola, uh, Sprite, and uh, some a uh, little bit of Pepsi.
8: Sorry, and just to clarify, um, a little bit of Pepsi.
4: Yeah, we got one or two left. I'd oh, be- just a
8: couple left. Okay, great. Does the deal work if you buy, if I bought like a Coke and a Sprite, would the two for one deal work or do they have to be two of the same kind?
4: Uh, you can buy, you you can buy uh, uh, two different ones, why not?
8: Oh, awesome, okay. Um, is there a limit, is there like a limit per household if I got four sodas, would it be two dollars total or does the limit, does the deal only apply to the first two sodas?
4: Uh, first two, first two.
8: Okay, great. Um, I'm not interested, thank you very much. (laughs) All (laughs) Uh, could I get some gas though?
4: Certainly, yeah. Uh, that'll be about, looks like 40 bucks.
8: Oh, awesome. Uh, how's your night going?
4: Pretty good. Hey, listen, I got to be honest with you. uh get a lot of people being working at a rural gas station. I get a lot of people coming in here wanting to kind of chat. Uh, but I really just work here. I'm not really here to talk, you know. I, sorry.
8: Oh, no, that's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you worked here?
4: Oh, about uh, four years now.
8: Oh, nice. Yeah, I imagine you moved out into the countryside because you don't really like chit-chat too much.
4: Pretty much, yeah. Um, that's why I work at a rural gas station, Nice. figured I could kind of get away from the noise of the city where I used to live.
8: That's a pretty cool shirt. Where'd you get it?
4: Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's actually, uh, uh brand new. It's... Oh
8: my gosh. I'm so sorry. You just said you don't want to talk. And then I asked you a question <laughs> that is on me. Forget it.
4: It's all right. It's all right. Uh, I was just going to say it's uh, from the new Abercrombie catalog and it's a winter flannel.
8: Whoa.
0: Three hours later.
8: (laughs) And so then I used all of my Chuck E. Cheese tokens to get the Slinky, and that's how I ended up getting out of Tijuana.
4: Oh, wow. I have to be honest. I I missed the part. I went to the bathroom, and I missed some of that. Um, But hey, sounds great.
8: You know what? I changed my mind. Could I get a couple Cokes?
4: Go right ahead. Yeah, there you go. There's one, two Cokes, all right and you paid for your gas so
8: and listen before i go i just have to ask you one more thing have you seen an oddly nondescript man around here uh no no i haven't
4: uh haven't seen any usually we get a lot of families we get a lot of uh uh kind of like four guys going to vegas kind of thing since the hangover came out that's been like a lot of the people who come in here
8: uh, we cut to the last time four random dudes <laughs> stopped by <laughs> on their way to Vegas.
0: Oh, yeah! yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. G- g- Give me money so I could get some fucking beer. Will and you get a little bit of Pepsi while you're in there, man? Just a little bit. Yeah, give me the money and I'll get whatever you want. Oh, Bro,
1: we went to las We're going to Las Vegas to win the money.
0: Yeah, but you gotta spend money to win uh, money. Spend money, yeah. win, win money, money,
1: spend money, spend money, money win, win money.
0: money! Hey! Hey, where's Josh? Josh? Yeah, there's four of us. Right? Yo. Oh. Oh, oh shit. Josh, man. Josh.
9: <laughs>
5: Yo, what's up? I was just being. Oh. Oh, oh, hey. oh, Josh. Oh. <laughs> Always being.
6: <laughs> Always being. Make money. Always being. <laughs> make money.
0: Wait, that was not as hot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's less I cause and effect there. Yeah. It's just two
1: different things you could do.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna go get that beer. And and what'd you say? What'd you say you wanted, bro? A little bit of Pepsi. Right. A, little bit of Pepsi. a little bit of Pepsi. Just a little bit. Do you want it like in a small cup or? Mm. You want like a big cup with a little bit of Pepsi in it?
6: Yeah, I want a big cup with a, like a small and a large cup.
0: So a small amount of soda into a large. Man, cup. just go yeah. get the Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. Hey, um, can I get, uh, I'm getting a six pack, bro, and then um, I'm just, I want this large soda, but can you only charge me a small for it? No. (sighs) Really?
4: Hey, listen, I've been watching you guys. You guys are visibly intoxicated. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not going (laughs) to call anyone, but I would appreciate it. I'm going to give you the soda, the large soda. Uh Uh-huh. just, you know what? You don't even have to pay for it. Just go. Just please leave.
0: Wait, so you're accusing me of being drunk at driving and you're giving me the soda for free?
4: Yes. I really just want you guys to leave.
0: Wow. Okay. I've oh, I want to stay. I want to stay? We got to go to Vegas, man. I, I like him. What? Really? <laughs> Why?
4: Hey, you- oh my God. He I've-
9: knows what he wants kind of a guy, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: You guys are leaking gasoline. Oh my God! Your car—it's the, the the gasoline is dripping all over the sidewalk. Oh my God! Hey Brad, oh, no put that back. Fill the uh, make money. I fill thought this
6: build car, car make, money. make, make money. money. And then I thought, who needs Pepsi when you could drink gasoline? No, money. Money. <laughs> thought, drink gasoline? no, money. Money. <laughs> thought, gasoline? No, you
4: know? no, 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 no! Don't go, 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 put that go. no, go, no, go, no, go. You know, go, speaking
0: of gasoline, I think I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. Oh my God! No, no, here. Okay. I'm gonna light it and then throw it at you. it, throw it. I'm gonna with my mouth. oh miss.
6: Oh, Holy damn. Holy shit. That was oh. close. Okay, all of
4: you, please just leave. I don't want to deal with this today.
9: Uh you're cute.
4: <laughs> what?
9: <laughs> you're cute.
4: All right, whatever. I'm going to go back inside. I'm going to lock the door. You're not coming in. When you guys are finished staggering around being drunk, please just leave. And I won't call anyone. Just leave.
0: No offense, guy. But you're like so non-confrontational that, I mean, you were gonna like almost let us set fire to your gas station. You're letting me drink so income. much gasoline, like, and you're not being very assertive.
4: I didn't realize you actually drank the gasoline. Well, okay. Well, now I'm gonna call the hospital.
0: Are you even calling a hospital instead of the cops? Why? Why are you so non-confrontational, man?
4: I am if, I non-conversational. If it was me
0: and it was my gas station and some assholes were coming up here, almost setting the shit on fire, I would have already got my gun. I pointed that shit at them and been like, "Piss off."
4: I don't. I don't have a gun here. This is you just no. You don't
0: have a gun. No. And you're the only person who works at this gas station. Yeah,
4: we get. I, it's usually. I mean, to be honest, this is the most violent incident <laughs> I've had with four guys going to Vegas so far.
0: Uh, whoa! Wow! Whoa. whoa! That was crazy. Heavy.
5: Yeah.
6: <clears throat> you want to come with us, man? Yeah. You seem kind of lonely here. And a Told little you. I like him, right? Yes, I yeah. love it. Come to him. Him. Us with
0: yeah. us, man. Come. You're not living your best life here. Come with us. Come fun. with us.
4: Um, no, I'm not going to come to Vegas with you guys. Please, come on. I'm please touching just your face. Just I know. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. you are all touching your, your face. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm walking away.
6: I'm backing up.
0: Man. I really thought he was going to go for a second. I'm kind Less friends, more money.
6: Less, Less friends, friends, more money. money. Less, Less friends, friends, more money. money. We got back. That.
8: So that's how you met your husband? <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Um, and I, I wasn't even into beards, but, uh, you know, I, what can I say? If someone's interested in me, I figure, why not give him a shot? And <laughs> that was the shot of a lifetime.
8: Wow. Well, thank you so much for your help. I should probably be hitting the road.
4: You're welcome. Um, yeah, I hope you uh, hope you, everything ends up okay with the, the, the guy.
8: <laughs> you know, for someone who said they don't like to talk, you sure do like to talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> so I hit the road. And after I got the car back, on the road again, I felt like a fool. I started seeing this nondescript man everywhere. Every time I stopped, every, every time I blinked, every time I pulled over to pee on the side of the road, every time I stopped to get a little bit of shut-eye, every time I stopped to jerk off real fast <laughs> so I could keep myself awake. You know, that's something that everybody does, right? He was everywhere, and he wouldn't leave me alone.
2: I'm sorry. I actually didn't ask for money.
8: What do you want? Please,
2: please. I don't need the money. You want
8: to go, man? No. You want to go? You can please. take my money, okay? Take my money, or I'll beat your fucking ass. You fucking. Can you
2: please put that twenty back in your pocket? Take Taking my me money. Really uncomfortable. Are I don't. want How much want do you want? I don't want. I'm I don't gonna, need anything. I will
8: write. I will write you a blank check. <laughs> I will write you a blank check. Is or fight you? Okay, fight or flight or. Look, pay you I'm, off. I'm
2: just trying to find a nice swallow, maybe a raven. I'm just looking at the birds. What
8: are these code words that you're using <laughs> against me? Okay, I'm not going to fall for it. My mom warned me about people like you.
2: Can, sir, can, ma'am, sir, sir, ma'am. Yes. Can, can you please get back in your car? What do you want? Can you, just okay, please. fine. I'll
8: be your indentured servant. <laughs> That's what you want. I'll be. I'll. I'll work for you. You own me now. Are you happy? I'm
2: oh my miserable, gosh. actually. This gonna... is the last thing I wanted, but, um, I mean, maybe you could help me do a little bit of farm work. If Fine.
8: Like. <laughs> Fine, I'll stay on until harvest season, but then you must, I must go to the coast.
2: Well, I actually have some exotic animals you can take care of. Fine.
8: I'll do it, okay, but if my Casper mattress is missing by the time I get to the coast, then, then fie on you. Uh,
2: this is my pet monkey, Spencer.
8: Nice to meet you, Spencer. Spencer, can you help me get out of here? Spencer, can you help me? Can... Oh, Spencer. Me! Who? Me! Spencer, me! That's who? Yes, he! Me! He, he who? Me! Yes, me! Spencer, are you trapped here too? Were you someone who was driving to the coast at one point? And your master turned you- de-
2: Yes? Can you please stop talking? Leave to us to me? alone,
8: <laughs> Spencer. Who else is here? Who else can help us? Frank, 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 you're calling for Frank? Frank. Frank,
2: Frank, Frank. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to please, please just sit down. Maybe have some tea. Can I, can I get you something to drink?
8: Oh, you're trying to poison me. <laughs> I won't fall for it. If you want me to drink tea, then you drink it first.
2: <laughs> That's fine. I'll have some tea first. Fantastic. It's just chamomile, so
8: just chamomile. That's what they all say. I mean,
2: I have some stevia if you'd like, but who's that? <laughs> it's actually, a, it's a. I think it's like a leaf that you you put in your. It may seem sweeter. It's not sugar, you know.
8: Ah, you're trying to distract me. I knew it. <laughs> Listen, you can try and drug me, you can try and trick me as much as you want, okay? But I know that you must have an ulterior motive. That's the only reason any person ever talks to a stranger, is to take advantage of them.
2: I was actually, I mean, you talked to me first, so...
8: Oh, yeah? So maybe I'm trying to take advantage of you. Do you ever think about that? I mean,
2: I don't really have that much. I don't really need that much. I I meditate a lot. I'm I'm pretty good, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm just this little farmhouse and my pet monkey and... I don't, I don't really need anything. And I don't really actually have anything to give you either. So I don't really know what you'd want from me.
8: This is reverse psychology. <laughs> it is not going to work, okay?
2: Are you getting turned on?
8: Uh, am I turned on? Hmm. I did actually just get out of a relationship. And it's- <laughs> been a while since I have, uh, quote unquote, had my needs met.
2: Um, it's fair. I mean, I live on a farmhouse, so, and well, I just have Spencer, and it's not like that with Spencer and I. don't need I... to know
8: about what you do with <laughs> Spencer, are you safe? Okay. Okay, just checking. Well, listen, I wouldn't be opposed to maybe having some tea and seeing where this goes. But I'm not going to give you a ride to the coast.
2: Do you want to watch a movie?
8: Yes, I do. (laughs) Cool. Um, Do you have
0: ring, 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 ring?
8: Oh, sorry, just a second. I gotta open my T-Mobile Sidekick. Slide. Hello.
0: Hey, it's it's me. Hey. (laughs) Um, look, I'm just going over some things in my apartment, and I I found like a couple sweatshirts and and like a movie. I don't I don't know if you want it. Um, I'm just calling to see what you want me to do with it.
8: Okay, well, I mean it, if I can pick it up, it's going to be a few days because I'm in Zanesville, Ohio right now, and I have to drive out to the coast and I won't be back in Brooklyn until the holidays
0: okay i don't I don't need to know what's going on in your life. You don't need to tell me that stuff anymore okay well, you know we're not we're not in each other's lives anymore. It's been three months, I you know so
8: might be doing some kind of like Jack Kerouac on the road thing to purge you from my memories look this is
0: exactly why we broke up is you 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 just always gotta come up with some story your life is not a story okay
8: everyone's that's all life is is the stories that we tell ourselves and you should know that better than anyone christian Amanpour, (laughs) award-winning journalist
0: oh i should know that yes i should know that i
8: just got so sick of you always being in the field you know, we never got to actually really see each other. You were always off. So the end. I'm
0: supposed to be punished for being successful?
8: Is that what you? Oh, no, you're right. That's not fair to put on you.
0: Like, we don't need to rehash this. I mean, you're obviously busy. I mean, you said you're driving across
8: country. Like, I won't keep you. Yeah, I'm actually at a stranger's house. I'm gonna, I'm about to. Patrick,
0: oh my, pat oh my God, are you okay? Spencer,
8: the monkey, I honestly, I have no idea. I'm either about to die or uh oh my I have God. Like, the best sex I've ever had.
0: Oh my, I don't need to know that. Are you saying that to hurt my feelings? Why would you say that?
8: It's a nice benefit that it might hurt oh your feelings, gosh. but it's just the truth. Oh
0: my God. Listen, I'm
8: sorry. I didn't mean you called, and I immediately started fighting. We're not good together are you how are you are you good how's
0: i'm i'm great actually yeah okay good <coughs> you know working a lot but yeah i'll just i'll just hold on to your stuff i guess i mean i'm ready to let it go i'm ready to let you go but you know hey, babe on i'm on. coming
9: back yeah back babe i'm back. coming Come
0: i'm on. coming Shh, quiet who's that nobody <clears throat> that's nobody frank that's james franco
8: what's james franco doing there
0: uh, nothing um i interviewed him for something and he's just picking up some papers
8: okay well he's a bad dude so be careful I'm, I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life but just you know watch out he's a bad dude oh my god i know i'm one to talk because i'm at a stranger's house a yeah right now, but... you
0: just said you were about to sleep with a stranger okay
8: <sighs> well i'm acting out
0: okay all right well call me in... a little
9: in the bathroom. all right i'm
0: coming james Anyways, um, yeah, I'll just I'll hold on to your stuff and just let me know where you want me to mail it.
8: Uh, we cut to uh, Christiane Amanpour and James Franco, and James Franco is just like pitching movies to Christiane Amanpour.
9: So look, we're like in this bathtub, and um, I can't really decide between you between you and uh, you know, like the uh, the. I think another person is not interesting. Maybe it should be an animal. Babe, you know, like babe, 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 you know? I've had such I, a oh long my God, day at work. Monkey. I just got, oh, oh my, my God. God. Babe, it's like, oh, they call me Long day monkey. at
0: work, okay? My head hurts. I just want to relax in this bathtub. I just want to chill, you know? it's the News is a bit crazy right now. I've been really, really busy.
9: Right, right, babe. And like, you're like just this stuck, is the creative stuff, you know. Like, I'm, I'm feeling yeah. it right now. Like, I'm so high, you know. It's like oh, so good. Are
0: you high? Did you take something? What'd you take?
9: Uh, all of it. Oh, what? Yeah.
0: How are that you in this so bath? Th- what?
9: All of it. I'm like, uh, it's like three of you. Yeah, right your now. eyes are yeah. like black. Oh my God. Like, I don't, I don't even see the I
0: color w- of your eyes anymore. It's gone. You no look call. like a oh, demon. This is good. Oh, my God. No. Oh, babe. Yeah. I do not have the patience and a headspace to take you to the emergency room. Do you? Do you have let's Seth? Fuck. You, what? Let's fuck, let's fuck. Yeah. What? <laughs>
9: what? <laughs> this is my creative chucker. You know, like I either like create or fuck. That's how I oh do. it. Oh yeah. my god. Well, <sighs> oh, you don't want to fuck. What okay, is- no, I do.
0: I, I, like. I'm just. I'm trying to communicate to you that like I'm stressed out right now. And I feel like you're not listening to me, and that's exactly the problem that I had with my ex. He's never freaking listened to me, and you're doing it right now, and it's bringing it up. And I'm just not feeling in the mood. You know, I can't feel sexy when I don't feel listened to. I don't know what to tell you.
9: No, you're so hot. Who's your ex?
0: <sighs> you know, don't. You don't know him.
9: Sure, I don't. And you, I'm here right now. You know, like. I'm ready for you.
0: I get it. You yeah. want to get to bed. Okay, let's get out of the bathtub, I guess.
9: Ugh. You're so hot. You're so beautiful. You're so oh smart. My God. Oh, my God. You're so smart. You're so right. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You know
0: what? Oh, hey, my God. Hey, let's James. James. you. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, just, uh, I, there was some mail. I heard a knock at the door, at the at the hotel door. Can you, can you go outside and get the mail for me? Yeah. I, I was on the other side of the door.
9: this feels like a trick
0: no no it's not no no seriously i've like i'm really expecting a fedex like important documents
9: okay you're gonna put some (laughs) sexy lingerie oh my god yeah it's yeah it's like
0: yeah adam and Eve stuff i got it delivered okay Okay, all right i'm going. opening the door i'm ready for you okay and i'm closing the door
6: Cut back to the highway where Nan is currently reciting all of this to Patrick in sobbing details.
8: (laughs) And it's like, what does James Franco have that I don't have? (laughs) Because, you know, when she shut the door on me... She didn't even leave the possibility of opening it again, but last time I heard, they were having dinner with Judd Apatow. I don't, I don't
2: mean to interrupt you, and I, I don't mean to be indelicate, but my boner was there, and now it's not there as much, and it's just kind of like
8: a so limp, sorry. like... <laughs> it's like what
7: it's
2: just it's like like it's there and you know it's not gone completely like i'm still kind of turned on it's just not as hard as it was i don't
8: understand describe it more
2: oh god okay um have you ever touched something that's like you know like those mattresses that are like not super hard but they're like you know kind of firm
8: like a quality casper mattress
0: come back to the coast There's a there's a mattress on the street. It's brand new. It's still wrapping on the Ooh. outside of it.
1: Is this some sort of viral marketing campaign? Like we're going to go out and grab it and then someone's going to jump out of the bushes and be like, hey, you just selected a quality mattress by Casper. Because that happened the last time we found some yeah, furniture out I on the side of the road. I that happened the last
0: time. Yeah, I'm but, sick
1: of these viral ads. Yeah. But we do need a new bed.
0: Well, it, it might be that or it might just be somebody ordered it, wasn't here. And they just left on the side of the road. What a
1: gamble. I didn't expect to have to gamble so soon before we got to Vegas, but... Yeah. I'll roll the dice with you, baby. I know we need a new mattress.
0: Roll the dice? Babe, yes. it's in the wrapping. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, c- like, clean. It's no, like I'm sure to bet the bed it's store. perfectly
1: safe. It's a Casper-quality mattress, of course, but I'm worried about being in another viral marketing ad campaign.
0: Why would you be worried about that?
1: You know, I'm in witness protection. I don't want people to see me on another ad.
0: Yeah, you weren't even supposed to tell me that. Well, how can I keep
1: a secret from you? Mm,
0: That's right. Okay, cool. Um, Glad that you're honest with me. That's important to me in a relationship. Honesty
1: is very important for me, too. That's why I told the feds everything.
0: (laughs) You did. You did. And you're a hero for that.
1: Well, not to some.
0: I mean, yeah, not to the people that are in jail because of you now and, you know. Well, they deserve it. Yeah.
1: Look, we'll grab the mattress, and if someone jumps out, I may have to do a gangland-style murder on them so I don't get my face out there again. A what kind of murder? Gangland-style.
0: Gangland-style? What is that?
1: It's very Italian-American. Italian
0: American style killing. Yeah. You
1: see that while they're talking, someone else just drags the mattress away. <laughs> <laughs> and if that happens, then that's the secret between us, and I want to keep it with you. If I can trust uh, you to keep you're it You're
0: all about honesty. What if somebody asked me what you did? I'm supposed to lie?
1: Yeah, lie to them. Be honest with me. Uh, Honesty's our thing.
0: Yeah, isn't cause... that what you told other people before?
1: Yeah, but I was lying to them, but I was honest with you when oh I said, gosh. It. look. What's so hard about that line you're... of logic to follow?
0: web it a weave of webs here okay it's too much
1: all right fine you i know, knew this i knew something would tear us apart and it had to be <laughs> this casper quality mat whoa it's missing oh my
0: god <laughs> fuck i wanted that mattress they're so expensive you know what
1: it's probably just as well you know what they're actually cheaper than you'd think but oh. they're no, it's probably just as well if that mattress was tearing us apart it must have a bad omen i do not I do not envy the person who has to sleep on that mattress.
0: Yeah, because whoever it is, definitely not staying together. Yes,
1: and they won't be sleeping on the mattress with you, my love. Aww. Estimo Awww. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we cut back to the road.
8: Uh, I left Patrick and Spencer. <laughs> None of us came. So I decided to go. I knew that the next time I saw the man, the nondescript man, I would have to run him over, but I knew I couldn't be alone anymore. So I was resigned to the fact that whoever the next person I passed, I would have to give them a ride. Hey. Hey, hi.
9: Hi. um, I'm sorry. Would you mind? I need to get to... Texas. I can't remember the name of the town, but we'll figure it out yeah. anyway. Oh, yeah. No, yeah.
8: Hop in. So oh, you're headed right. to Texas, but you don't know where exactly?
9: Yeah, I can remember. It was, yeah, complicated. Would you mind if I take my shoes off? Oh,
8: yeah. yeah. Um, sure. Go ahead.
9: I've been hiking, like, for hours. Oh, my God. Oh,
8: Jesus Christ.
9: Oh, it feels so good. Oh, my, oh, my, God. my God. God. Her I'm feet gonna...
6: are covered in blood.
9: <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you <laughs> see, I love hiking so much can't help it. Are you okay? Um, yeah, I'm fine. It's actually, you know, part of it, like, it feels great, actually. What? Yeah.
8: Listen, I'm sorry to... I know we just met, but... This doesn't really add up for me. You don't know where you're going. Your feet are bloody and falling <laughs> apart. Are you okay? Do you know who you are or, or even what year it is?
9: Um, I don't know the year, to be honest with you. I know that my name is uh, a woman. That's...
8: Your name is a woman?
9: <laughs> yeah, that's what, um,
8: what is my that mom. Like a, is that like a family name? Is that... It's, a, it's a, my first name. It's your, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. You're either the most whimsical manic pixie dream girl I've ever heard of, or most likely an escaped mental patient <laughs> of some kind.
9: I've heard that somewhere before. Um, you know, um, I'm actually fine. I think you've a little exaggerating this. Like, I'm good. Yeah.
8: You're just going to keep walking?
9: Uh, no, I'll keep driving oh, with you. Oh, sorry.
8: Okay. Yeah, yeah. My, oh, all right. Sorry. Yeah, I won't. I won't bring up any of your uh, insane whimsy anymore from here on out. Do you want to listen to the radio? Uh,
9: yeah, sure. Let's do that.
8: Great. What kind of stations do you like?
9: Um, I like um, rock and roll. <laughs> okay.
8: <laughs> That's. Pretty generic. Um, What's like a band you like? um,
9: I like, um, I can't remember the name of this band.
8: Have you ever heard any music?
9: Um, Yeah, but I think it was called like something like rock and roll. I think that was the name of the band.
8: I doubt it. I really doubt that.
9: No, it was really, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. How'd the
8: song go? Do you remember the song?
9: Yeah, it was something like very heavy.
8: No, just sing a little bit. (laughs)
9: Like, I, okay, uh, rock and roll, baby, rock and roll, baby, something like that. You can remember? I'm it's a big hit. more
8: confused than ever. This is a big My hit. My mom
9: loves this song. Okay. Yeah.
8: I'll just tune it to the classic rock station. Then.
9: The classic rock station. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Let's try that.
8: Okay, let's give it a shot.
6: She begins to sharpen a giant knife. <laughs> sh-
8: sh- 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 what's that about
9: <laughs> oh um, you know I gotta shave my armpits <laughs> cause you know I was thinking it's cool right now you know like when you have hair but then I decided no it's too much you know like I h- I hike so much so I sweat a lot and it's not really convenient like you can probably you know smell right now
8: <laughs> I kind of can. I wasn't going to say anything. I yeah. really try to avoid commenting on other people's bodies. So if that's what you need to do, then uh, you can.
9: Oh, why? You can comment on my
8: body. I That would make me really uncomfortable if you forced me to comment on your body. Oh, I'm forcing you. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm good. No, please. What do you think about my face? Okay, um, you have a very nice face, very uh-huh. symmetrical features, uh, soft features. Really lovely eyes. Uh, so that's what I think about your face.
9: Thank you. That was nice. Yeah. I think you should keep doing this in the future. You know, it makes me feel good.
8: Okay. Um, yeah.
9: Are you okay?
8: Your body looks like the <laughs> Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Very soft and sweet. And okay. Round. <laughs> shoo,
9: shoo. <laughs>
8: and round. And your feet look like. Um, hey, Like uh, spaghetti bolognese um, it, They're very bloody <laughs>
9: Yeah, I know Do you mind if I keep uh, shaving my armpits?
8: Again, I I don't want to tell someone I don't want to mess with someone Oh, <gasps> shit,
9: watch out What is that? Oh, oh my God
8: um, <gasps> Oh, no, it's the oh. nondescript man
9: Oh, shit, no No, there was like a cow or something
8: No, it was a man Oh, hey, guys uh, Be careful You can't trust him
2: Who? Hey, It's me, it's Patrick uh, we h- we hung out, like, a couple uh, hours ago. Uh, just
8: pretend like you don't see Who
2: that. are you talking oh, to? Did,
8: um, uh, oh, wow, is there a noise? Do you hear a noise?
9: Uh hey, hey. No, I don't hear anything. Do you hear a noise?
8: Yeah, I hear, like, a whiner, like I, a whiny noise, I, like I, a whiny I, little bitch noise.
2: That's kind of <laughs> rude. What? I mean, I, I made you tea. You met my monkey.
8: I'm Whoever it is is not invited to my birthday party, that's for sure.
2: Are you okay? Look. I didn't even care, but... Now you're, like, ignoring me. Yeah, like my birthday you're the party's going to be followed cool. me on the it's road for, like, five miles. Party. Hey, Everyone's are you? Everyone's going
8: to get a little gift bag. I was just
2: looking at birds. And you pulled over.
8: And after the laser tag and pizza and <laughs> gift bags, we're going to go God. to the mall. So hey. everyone would want to come to my party.
9: Look, man, you're crazy. You know what? <laughs> I got to go. I'm no, going to take my shoes, my bloody fit and my knife, and I'm going to go because I think you're insane. You know, if I were you, and you're real, handsome i would just relax and get some sleep to be honest you want to meet my monkey
8: you really think i'm handsome
9: oh Oh, yeah you are very handsome
8: you know i just got out of a relationship Mm -hmm. yeah do with that what you will
9: (laughs) okay okay yeah you okay but you know It's weird, because that means you have to work on yourself first. I don't want to get into something, you know, like, and heal you and, you know, whatever. It doesn't feel healthy. Get out of the car. (laughs) Okay. She gets out of the car and immediately disappears into a
6: flock of birds.
8: (laughs) Huh. That was weird. (laughs) I think I should probably call my mom. (laughs) I don't even really remember at what point on the trip I'm at now. <laughs> I could be very close to the end of the trip or have another stop. I don't know. But I think I should call my mom first. Oh, but I don't have service here. I'll have to use a payphone.
9: Calling mom, One two three one
6: four o oh, five. Oh, This is mom responding to a calling mom. Calling next mom, 748 910
2: mom to mom
6: four five seven
3: seven five five mom uh, uh, hi this is uh,
6: Adams residence we have mom here for Adams residence mom seven four seven nine twelve
8: <laughs> hi hi mom mom
6: uh hello uh, Adams
3: residence
8: yeah. Mom, this is your little nan, or that doesn't sound like. Who is this? Uh, uh,
3: uh this is, uh, Mrs., Mrs. Winnie.
8: Are you sure? I think so. You don't sound m- like the most confident person I've ever uh,
3: heard. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, who is this? <laughs> Hello, hi,
8: hi um, hello, this is Mrs. Adams' son, <laughs> who am I speaking to? Uh, Adams' residence, Mrs. Winnie, hello. <laughs> yeah, we've established that, um, who are you?
9: Calling mom, 7205, <laughs> running out of time, mom of uh, mom, calling. Sorry,
8: let me put in another secret Anthony coin. <laughs> hi. Hi, yes. I would like to speak to my mother. This is
6: Mom, we've received oh, your Susan B. Anthony coin. Please speak quickly. We'll run out of time in 7, 9, 12, 10, 103, 7, million and nine.
9: Mom? 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 Mom. 7205. Mom. Mom? Hey, this is Mom. Dad. Anybody need help?
6: No, Dad, you, you don't need to come in and mansplain the okay, conversation. Okay, sorry, sorry. 12, 7, Mom. 9,
9: 12, 1. 11, 12, no in calls for Dad. <laughs> Please hold on. Susan B. Anthony, Mom.
8: <laughs> Mrs. Winnie, how did you know my mother, Mrs. Adams?
3: uh i'm sorry uh, what are you calling for what, why do you need to speak to her who is this what
8: huh this is her son i well, i don't understand why you can't give me a straightforward answer if you're in my house and you knew my mom then you would know what your context with her was
3: Look, I'm just doing some uh, work on the the house. Uh, can I take a message for uh, the me- the Mrs. Adams? What kind
8: of work? Mom didn't <laughs> tell me about any renovation projects she had planned. Do we have bed bugs again?
3: Uh, in addition to cockroaches, yes. Yes. What? It's, it's been an eventful six
8: days. That's insane. You could have just told me who you were. I don't know why you were so cagey.
3: Uh can can I take a message,
6: sorry? <laughs>
8: Hi. Um yeah, I guess just like let her know that her This is mom, is...
6: you're running out of time. You might want to leave your message quickly. Make sure you tell mom exactly what she needs to hear all and right. don't forget to say I love you and your name and spell your phone number twice because it's
9: hard for us to hear it all. all
6: right,
8: me, Seven twelve oh one five two.
9: Mom? And your mom is in the hospital. Two o one o six
6: nine five. Wait, 95. how does the
8: operator know more about my mom than you do? New is
6: information. It... Your mother remembers that you forgot her birthday last year. You might want to bring that up again. Seven twelve one seven five four forty five nine. Is this like
8: a network of moms <laughs> that talk? Mom. Mom. Oh God. Okay, Mrs. Winnie. Uh, I guess my message to my mom is um, I miss her. I feel like I have just had the roughest trip um but i'm looking forward to getting out to the coast and um uh christiane Amanpour is going to stop by the house in a couple of days to pick up some things and um she can call me whenever she wants on my t-mobile sidekick at 816-255-7745 uh
3: christiane has already been notified that you are dead uh so is your mom
9: so
8: what i'm dead
9: Hello? Sorry, is this... Uh, the message complete, One zero two zero five one seven five. mom 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 If you
6: are satisfied with your said. message, please call, please your, please mom call your mom, mom. again. Mom. 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 mom, 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 mom.
1: Help Wanted. Looking for a rock star spunky assistant <laughs> with VEV and Pep to match this modern day demanding workplace. Nature of work, brain melting, hard inducing labor, hours, eight days a week, pay, exposure, <laughs> meals, lean cuisine, and tap water. <laughs> Don't delay, apply at once. Now, how may I ask... How would you respond to an ad like that? Would you circle it with your marble blank pen? Would you put it in a folder and mail it with your resume to the address? No, you wouldn't. You would guffaw, you would peshaw, you would harumph, and you would toss it away. But believe me, it is no joke. It is no laughing matter. For who would dare put out an ad like that? Why, 1930s Nazi Germany would. They're at it again. And if you don't want a workplace like that, you know what you have to do. You have to pledge allegiance to Uncle Sam as much money as you possibly can and you know what you can you can do it through here in our lobby at the mercury theater if you just donate it for me i promise uncle sam will get your money and we will do our best to fight 1930s nazi germany orson welles latest film the other side of the wind a netflix original now streaming (laughs) (laughs) okay that's it yay
7: love.